everybody. Welcome back to the New York Wedding J- See, I can't I can't even do it. New York Wedding Jam. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> I'll I'll start it laughing. Hey everybody. Welcome you, to you- <laughs> We're still recording, right? This is great. So Jason. Hey everyone. Thanks for coming back to the New York Wedding Jam. Oh see, and that's terrible too. But hey, let's do it again. Hey everybody. Thanks Welcome for joining back. us for the New York Wedding Jam. Welcome back to the New York Wedding Jam. The podcast for modern <laughs> couples. Is that what we're doing? Oh, you know what? That's what we're, we have. We're That's just going to leave all like, this in. Do it again? No, 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 no. We're just going to leave it in just like this. Okay, perfect. We know um, what our name is. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jason and you're Martine. And welcome back to the Wedding Jam. Um, how are you? I'm doing well, Jason. How are you today? Um, yeah, doing good. I mean, I've had a nice week and uh, working on this, working on that. And uh, I had a, little, a few consultations this week and uh, some of those went well. How about you? Doing all right. You know, again, I think there I've, I've had some uh, good conversations with couples who are planning a little bit further out right now and those who I'm trying to prep for stuff that's coming in. But it's, it's been a kind of a, you know, people like to, to come back into this week a little bit slowly, you know, right after holidays. And so yeah. this is, it's kind of we're, we're we're dipping our toes back into the to the water here on getting the planning back up and running. I think one of the things that I have realized is that people don't really love planning. I don't understand that personally. You know, I think it's a lot of fun because really. You're just shopping for things. And doesn't that sound like fun to you? It sounds it like fun does, to me. As, as someone who got married seven years ago, I've got to tell you, it is it is fun and it isn't fun. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's definitely weird. So I get it when couples uh, have, have difficulty. But I know that uh, one thing that we didn't struggle with too much, but I know a lot, I, a lot of the couples that I work with, some of the couples, not a lot, but some of the couples I work with do have difficulty with sometimes outside influences and things that you know things that their parents want and things that they want and should we get married in a church well my parents want us to but we didn't really want to and so i've filmed i have filmed weddings in churches where the couple really did not want to be in the church so you know today's episode is really going to be about how to make your wedding your own and that's an important that's an important thing, an important boundary and mindset to to make or to have as you go into wedding planning with your with your spouse or your your fiance, right? One hundred percent. And I think it is it is a def- a challenging conversation to have, especially with parents, because they have their own expectations. There are some traditions that your parents are going to insist upon. And I guess from my perspective is maybe that's not worth the fight. But something like, do you want to get married in a church or not? Maybe very personal, right? They may be, you may have very strong feelings about that. And I think one of the things that is critical for me and my couples, I really like for them to be able to articulate boundaries for what is most important to them. And I don't want anybody feeling uncomfortable, right? And so if you know you're going to be uncomfortable, for example, in a church setting, even if that's what your parents really, really want, making sure that you're having an honest conversation with your parents and not just kind of caving to the pressure of what they're expecting from you. Because 
ultimately it's your day and I, I you don't want to be uncomfortable you don't want to look back on it and be like whatever I just did what my mom wanted or you know I I, I didn't want to do this thing but you know my my parents made me that's not how you want to feel about your wedding day in in my opinion so setting up those boundaries I think is really important and being able to properly articulate your wants and the whys for it I know we talked about this a little bit on the last podcast as well but the why is often more important and one thing I do tell my couples is you know how best to talk to your parents you know how to get a yes out of your parents versus a hard no okay now let me let me pose a question (laughs) to you Martine let me pose a question you you and I both have couples we both serve couples that oftentimes are not from this country or their parents are not from this country. Correct. And American culture is such that uh, when you grow up and become a big boy, a big girl, or an older person ready to marry, you're making your own decisions. But in many other cultures, uh, even though they're living here, the culture is that you're still supposed to respect your parents' wishes and the the, the mom's wants and especially the dad's preferences are certainly you know highly regarded and so how do you deal with couples who don't want to you know get married in a in in a with a religious ceremony or something like that but the parents are just beside themselves and you can't get that yes out of them so here's the thing i think there are two ways to look at it and everything can be handled with a conversation if if you are approaching it with kindness and respect, like, look, my parents are not from this country either. They're from Haiti. And I can't imagine telling my parents, you know, like fighting with my parents about something, even if I felt very strongly about it, right? But I have learned how to have a conversation that doesn't necessarily put us in conflict with each other. There are many reasons why you might not want to do it in a church that parents might actually understand. But if you just come at it with like a no and like whatever, it's my wedding and I'm going to want to do it, like you're going to rub people the wrong way, right? But, and again, you, you obviously again, everybody knows their own parents and, you know, my situation might not be the same as anybody else's, but making sure that you understand how to have a rational conversation and putting the emotions besides it you can have a relevant conversation about why not do it in a church. Uh, It's often more expensive to do it in a church. There may not be timing that works at the church that that would work for for what you're looking for for the wedding. It may be that the church is not close to a reception space that you need it to be close to. And so then we're worried about distance and if it's comfortable doing that. You may not be religious yourself, whereas your parents are. And so there are a lot of reasons that it, maybe it's a it's a it's an interfaith wedding, and we're we're talking about multiple religions or different religions for you and your partner. And so then then it becomes a question of there's there's a lot of other reasons that it might not just be just because that's what your parents have always wished for or always hoped for. But right. you can have that conversation just like you had every conversation about, you know, other things that, that you want to do, just knowing how to talk to your parents and deal with the situation. And like I said, knowing the why behind the reason that you're, you're 
wanting or not wanting to do something that might be traditional. Yes, I want to bring up and and because I know that there are probably people listening who are thinking to themselves, uh, you know, maybe not even religion, but sometimes it could be just tradition, right? With a lot of Asian cultures, there is a certain tradition and kind of a whole different way that that a ceremony looks and feels and the dress, the the, the clothing that folks are wearing. But, you know, as this is, uh, you know, a podcast for modern couples, it's certainly important to acknowledge that while many immigrant families uh, want their children to assimilate into American culture and have come here to give their children a better life, they still want, oftentimes, we, we definitely understand that parents can can still want to hold on to the traditions of their homeland and, and things that make them feel familiar. And, and, and oftentimes, you're competing with their friends' children's, right? Maybe... You know, your parents have some friends back from the home country and and their kids are here and they got married with the old traditions. And here you are not getting married with those traditions. And sometimes it can be very personal for them. So we definitely acknowledge it. But I think certainly, as Martine said, uh, it's it's a hard conversation. You know, every parent set is different, but uh, you're going to have to communicate that uh, in a respectful way. And like Martine said, with with some with some data, back it up with some good reasons as to back why. Back it up with some good reasons. And, why we and can't also, do that. Also, just to be fair, Jason, like there may be some things. Everything doesn't have to be a hard no, right? Unless it's unless it's offensive to you for some reason, there is room for tradition in a wedding. In a right? modern so, wedding. In a, in a modern, in a modern wedding. wedding, there yes. is room for for tradition in a modern wedding. My point is just to be thoughtful about those things that you're adding and not just defaulting to items just because somebody said or somebody else did, right? And that that you're putting things in that matter to you and your partner or in some cases where we're allowing something because you know it'll make your parents happy and you want that to be a part of your day as well and yeah maybe it's not worth fighting about right like maybe it's not worth fighting about do we do we add this piece of the tradition in because you don't care either way and fine it's fine as long as you you get the other things that are really important to you that you you add those touches that maybe are important to your parents but that we're not making it the primary right that it's just what your parents want and just or just what your friends want, or just what everybody else has done, that you're being thoughtful about the things that you are including or excluding from the wedding day. So there's a reason and a rationalization behind all the things that you're doing. Sure. It doesn't have to be binary. It can be, it can be, there can be elements of this and elements of that in your wedding and things that honor a tradition while not being, you know, having the whole ceremony be that tradition, right? And so I know one of the points we wanted to talk about was like adding elements that reflect your relationship, but not only reflect your relationship, but reflect uh, who you are and your background as well as your partner's background, Uh, you know, if you guys wish to include those things. But certainly I I did a wedding in the Hudson Valley uh, where the girl was American and the guy was uh, from a country in Africa. Um, and so there were parts of this American style ceremony that had uh, gifts that were actually given to the parents during the ceremony. That's not an American you know, a piece of an American wedding. There were blankets and there were other things that were going on during this American ceremony that was really part of their culture. 
and it was nice. I'd never seen it before, and I, I thought it was great. And and I think more people should give parents gifts during the, <laughs> during the ceremony. <laughs> like I, I I just loved it. <laughs> there was it was more things for me to film. It was more interesting. Uh, to film that aspect of this ceremony uh, from a videography perspective. So I, I loved it, and I, I want more of that. But that's what I'm talking about, just adding. And it was a great decision on their part to kind of add these touches and these elements to uh, to their ceremony. 100%. And I think that's the thing that, that we're on the same page for sure, Jason. I, you know, I definitely do a lot of, like I said, multicultural weddings where we're, we're mixing traditions you know, whether it's is it strict American and something else or, you know, whether it's religious traditions and there are multiple religions that are involved or multicultural where the kids are, you know, from from different backgrounds. I say kids, the couples are from different backgrounds, but parents want, you know, everybody wants a little piece of what they want there. And I think it should represent you. And so if there are those things that you, those elements that you want to add, I think it's important to know that it doesn't have to be either or. We don't have to do a full Nigerian ceremony, for example. But can we include some pieces of that 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 ceremony inside of the wedding, right? Things like that that I've seen couples do, where we we take some of this and some of that, and we throw them in to the pieces to to make to 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 represent you, to represent your partner, but also to honor your parents. And I do think those things are important to think through. As long as we're being thoughtful about it, I think all things are possible. I have a couple, for example, who has a very traditional, traditional parents and they want a 100% traditional ceremony and reception. But one of the big things for them is they don't like to dance. And so they wanted to include games in their wedding. Well, that has nothing to do with like the ceremonial part of it. And we're not, you know, encroaching upon what people are expecting or are going to embarrass our parents because we're not doing the traditional ceremonial pieces or anything like that. But we can include the fun stuff that you want that represents you when everybody knows that's what you guys do is play games. Why shouldn't that be included as part of the, the reception? So all things are part of the conversation I think that you can have with your parents, with your friends, with your family, with each other as, a, as couples and make sure that we get to the wedding day that you guys want ultimately. Yeah, I think being a modern couple and being unique, uh, these are the things that you like to do in your everyday life. And why not have some of those elements reflected in your wedding day? You know, and may that if that's part of your culture, if that's part of your lifestyle, the way you live your everyday life, the things that you enjoy doing, your hobbies, uh, and you do them along with your friends uh, who are going to be at your wedding. Certainly, I think that's. Um, Something that we should be considering more is, uh, like, as the title of this episode says, uh, making your wedding your own instead of a little bit cookie cutter. Well, Jason, thank you so much for the time. And I look forward to chatting with you on the next episode of New York Wedding Jam. Bye, Martine. Bye.